Hey everyone, this is Maeve here from Gals Getting Rich. Before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment and ask you for your support in nominating Gals Getting Rich for a Plutus Award. The Plutus Awards are put on by the Plutus Foundation, which is a nonprofit community foundation whose mission is to enable and support content creators to then empower humans with financial competence and confidence. This year, Vata and I are really hoping to be nominated for the following categories. One, Best Personal Finance Content for Women. Two, Best New Personal Finance Creator Audio. And three, Content Creator of the Year Audio. If you'd like to show your support for the podcast and mine and Vatsa's overall mission to educate and empower all people in their personal finance education, please consider nominating us for those three categories. It would mean the absolute world to us. Link for nominations will be in the description below. And with that, let's get right into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Gals Getting Rich. We are your hosts, Maeve and Vatsa, and we are really excited today. We are talking about tracking your money, tracking your finances, your spending, your investing, the whole enchilada, and why it can help relieve some of your stress. What are your thoughts, Vatsa? I think this is something that is like brushing your teeth. The minute you start doing it and start getting into a habit of it, the more likely you are to do it. Um, that being said, I mean, let's be honest, we're all human. Maybe we have days that we forget to brush our teeth and that's perfectly normal and okay. I just think the sooner you start to do it can help you improve your financial well-being. So we're talking tracking spending. We're not even talking like full out budgeting. It's just knowing how much of your money are you actually spending on certain areas, right? Like if it's that eating out, going out, clothes, whatever it is, um, tracking your spending is super important because when you don't know about something, it can trigger stress and anxiety. But if you at least are sure and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm spending this much money, but at least I know I'm spending this much money, you're at least taking that ownership and that responsibility. Yeah. And I feel like when you are just starting out and you're getting your a big handle on things, like it may not be the first thing you do, but it's really important to do it. I remember when I hadn't even started my job yet. Um, the summer before I started my full-time job, I got a couch and I saved up for that couch on cash, but I decided to finance it to help my credit. And I was just so stressed about figuring out my money situation, my finances that I didn't even want to log on to my like credit portfolio portal, whatever to pay the bill because I did not want to be confronted with reality because I felt guilty in a way even though I had saved up for it. And it just kind of made me realize like turning a blind eye towards your finances stirs so much anxiety. Like you don't know what's coming your way. You don't have a good handle on things. You don't know if there's a sneaky fee. And like Vatsa said, like it's kind of just like brushing your teeth or taking your vitamins. Like you just got to do it. And you're going to benefit from it in the long run so much like mentally, emotionally, financially, this is just like the one thing you have to do. It sucks. But once you get in a habit, it's so important. 
Absolutely. And beyond just knowing where your money is going, tracking your spending can actually reduce stress levels. And you know why? Why? Because when you're not tracking your spending, you might have a vague sense of how much you're spending each month, but you're not really sure. And so this can lead to a feeling of unease or uncertainty, especially if you're worried about overspending or not having enough money left over at the end of the month. And I know sometimes I might be doing a good job, but I have this like set anxiety in my body where if I'm not paying attention to it or tracking it, I'm actually worrying about something that I might not necessarily need to spend the energy worrying about. Yeah. I think another thing I noticed is that people don't want to track how much they're spending because they almost feel like they're getting graded and they're being judged by it, which is absolutely not the truth. Anyway, a lot of people take it personally. They take it like a grade and it really is not. This is your spending. We're going to spend money no matter what. Like we are humans. We are charging money in some way, shape or form. And one thing I know about me, I didn't want to track my spending because I felt like I was being judged for it. And I felt like a bad person when I saw that I spent so much money in a month. What I think is a good place to start at is instead of focusing on how much you spent, focus on how much you are investing. So for me, I would take my paycheck. I would get two paychecks a month. And I had an Excel sheet and I just count how much money I saved in my 401k, my HSA, my Roth IRA, my Roth 401k, my mega backdoor. And that always made me feel really good. By tracking how much I was investing, I could see how much money was coming in gross every month by adding up my two paychecks. And then I could see how much money I was investing that month. So I had a rough idea of how much I was spending, but I didn't have the breakdown of where all my money was going, but it worked out really well for me because I felt like I was getting a dopamine hit every time I tracked my finances because it wasn't about how bad did you do? It was how good did you do, you know? So now I track my spending, but it was not an immediate thing. What about you? Absolutely. And I think to your point, knowing exactly how much I'm spending on each category of expenses helps me see how much I actually end up having left over in my budget for other things. And having that feeling is super empowering because it gives me a sense of control over my finances. I'm no longer in the dark about where my money is going and I can make informed decisions on how to allocate these resources, whether that is putting more money into the market. And then every time I'm able to just put a little extra cash in the market, it feels amazing. Yeah, definitely. And I think it kind of helps you understand your habits. So if you have a money habit you're trying to kick, it helps you track that. It helps you identify your problem areas. I know for me, surprisingly, the area that is not a problem for me at all is eating out. And I know for people my age, that's a big deal. I don't really care for eating out. I will just go to the grocery store and get something. Where I go wrong is like shopping and Mm, it's like shopping and then traveling. I feel like I never get enough of travel and I always want to go somewhere new. Um, And I also buy presents for people all the time. That's like another one of my big categories. But I didn't really know this until I started tracking my spending. I didn't know who I was financially until I really got down into the details of it. Yeah, you definitely learn a lot about yourself. I think 
for me, eating out is definitely a temptation. I'm pretty good about cooking at home. But then my issue is sometimes I'll buy produce and then the produce just isn't quality produce where it'll go bad so quickly and then I feel bad about it going bad and then also having to eat out because I don't have enough groceries. Mm-hmm. But I'm really trying to be savvy. Like if there's a DoorDash coupon or there's a bunch of random startups with like grocery delivery, I feel like in New York. Maybe not so much this summer, but I know last summer I would get crazy coupons, like $25 off your order or whatever if you spend $25 minimum, right? And so I was really taking advantage of some of those services, but only using them when I had the coupon. So it's not like a sustainable solution for it, but just like a way to keep out and try to watch like, okay, how much money am I actually spending on food and how much of that food am I actually using um so it's like a lot of tracking in a lot of different categories actually but again like I think a lot of these habits are all about taking care of yourself even with working out going to the gym consistently but then when you go to the gym like what's your gym routine if you do random stuff all the time you might not see results versus if you see something consistently you'll start to see some some muscles right it's kind of like that and it definitely pays off in the long run I think it's really cool to look back like historically uh, how much you were spending at a certain point in your life versus like a couple years from then. One thing I've noticed is that my grocery spending has really gone up. And part of that is I feel like I've really embraced buying quality ingredients and I am less afraid to buy lots of groceries because I know it keeps me from eating out. I think groceries are a good thing. That's not somewhere where I want to skimp really when it comes to my money. But also there's been crazy inflation with groceries I found a receipt for groceries from when like I first moved in, like in 2019. And it was like crazy because if I had gotten that same stuff today, it would have been twice as much. Well, maybe not twice as much. It would have been a lot more. But just having kind of historical data to see like the trends in your spending, like what have you had lifestyle inflation on? What have you not outside of just normal inflation? Like where are you increasing your spending? you know totally 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 and some of this stuff is out of your control right like if the price is the price you can't really do anything about it unless hope for a coupon (laughs) yeah yeah the one thing I know we have an episode coming up that is like our financial hot takes and I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that I don't make a strict budget for myself I track my spending but I kind of found that I don't I'm not very nice to myself when I have a budget because if I fail, I like get really down on myself and I'm like, what, where did I go wrong? So I kind of make rough parameters, but I don't stick to strict, like I can only spend $300 this month on groceries. I don't do any of that. I track my spending and I know where my money's going. And I feel like for me, that's enough to have an idea of like, I usually spend this much on this etc. And then I have sinking funds for whatever I'm saving up for, like um, vacation, Christmas presents. Um, I was thinking fun for getting haircuts like three times a year, um, stuff like that. So then it's like I'm budgeting for it, but it's just because I have extra money left over at the end of the month and I just put it towards my like haircut fund or whatever. Um, so that's kind of my hot take. I don't do strict budgeting I do rough budgeting but I track my spending that's exactly how I am Maeve and I actually have a notion template that we will link in the 
bio of this episode. And it's it's literally very simple. It's what was the expense? What's the category? What's the amount? And I really like using it just to have a mental idea of like, okay, like this is what I what I've spent on. Especially like sometimes I'll spend money in cash. And it's really easy. Like when you swipe your credit card, you can kind of copy paste in. But you know, if I go my eyebrow lady or if I go to the fruit stand guy outside or whatever, then, you know, using cash, I, I want to make sure I'm including those transactions, Venmo transactions. There's several things that I just want to make sure I'm keeping t- my tabs on because sometimes I feel like when I have cash and I, when I have Venmo money, I treat it as not real money. Um, but at the end of the day, money is money. Like if you have a thousand dollars sitting in Venmo, like that's still a thousand dollars. That's just literally sitting there if you're not really using it or paying anybody back. So it's yeah. important to know where it is and how you're using it. And if there's an opportunity to get more interest on it, then taking advantage of that as well. Definitely. What was I going to say? Oh, I saw a TikTok. I feel like every episode I'm going to mention a TikTok, which is kind of makes me cringe about myself. But this person was saying that to them, when they give it cash, it's kind of like they got it for free, whatever they're buying, because they don't have like an emotional connection to like cash versus when they have to pay their credit card bill at the end of the month and they feel like they really did buy it which is exactly how I am sometimes I get tipped in cash from cat sitting and I don't ever use cash so I have like like right now I have so much cash just sitting on the side that I never include in my net worth I don't include my budget it's just like sitting there occurring no interest it's doing absolutely no favor for me and I just kind of found it funny because I think back in the day they used to recommend that if you're trying to go on a strict budget to do the cash like envelope method where you pay for everything with cash and that way you can only spend what you have there's no like credit card where you can like go over a little bit I feel like that wouldn't work for me because I just don't have an attachment to cash like it's just like it's like nothing well not nothing but I think because I I watch my credit card so much, to your point, Mm -hmm. I feel more attached to my, the notifications I get on my screen for my credit card than actual cash. But I do know people who do the envelope method. And if that works for you, go for it, girl. Oh, yeah. No, if it works for you, go for it. I just like have this weird thing of when I look at how much I'm spending, I go to my credit card apps and I check there. I don't check how much cash is left in my wallet, you know? Let me just ask you, how do you track your spending? I think you mentioned you have a Notion template, but do you use any other method? So I've actually gone through a couple of different uh, tools, I should say. But I have used Mint. I've used Copilot. I've used, what else? I, I think, yeah, mainly those two apps, a budgeting, a budgeting spreadsheet. And then now I'm using this Notion template that I've made myself. And I do think that Mint, Copilot... Those are awesome just to see your general net worth trends. In terms of actually tracking spending, I find that it doesn't necessarily pick up every transaction. And so I've really been just manually putting it in. And then every week I have like a discretionary spending category that I know that, hey, this is like how much money I'm going to spend this week on like food, groceries, fun stuff, whatever it is. And then I just keep track. And then it's nice because every week if I go over or under, I can kind of see, okay, this is how much money I spent this week. But then let's say I have to buy a flight. The flight, I don't count until that flight has actually happened. So if I bought a flight today and the flight's not till December, then I wouldn't 
count it in my budget until December, but I make a note to forward that expense for that time period, if that makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense to me because one gripe I've been having lately is that Amex, American Express, the way they do their statements is that at the end of April, you have until the end of May to pay off your April statement, which I guess that's how other credit card companies work. But I guess my credit card statements are just like offset between Chase and Amex because I end up paying like a month and a half of credit card like transactions at a time because of it. Um, It's a long story, but it's made me try to be more conscientious when I'm doing my budgeting. Instead of doing it by statement, I need to do it by month to try to keep some form of consistency between all my credit cards. And I have to like keep a mental note for myself which purchases went on which credit card so I know which statement it will go on. Honestly, I need to just change like the date of my credit card statement for <laughs> all my credit cards so they happen on the same date. But it's driving me crazy. Like I'll put a big purchase. This happened to me recently. I had a big bill due at the end of March and I put it on one card. And then beginning of May, I had a different big bill hit. I put it on a different card. And then when I go to pay all my credit cards at once, I had two big bills to be paid at the same time, even though they were totally separate months. It's just like how, just kind of how the cookie crumbled. And it was so annoying. And one thing too on that point, right? Like if you're spending it on like a big purchase, tracking your spending can help you achieve your financial goals more quickly and easily. Because to Maeve's point, like if you're trying to save money for a big purchase, such as a down payment on a house or a dream vacation, when you track, it can help you identify areas where you could save more money or that maybe you're not necessarily spending a lot more money in so you can redistribute those categories. So it's like pseudo budgeting in the sense we're not telling you pick a number and be like, okay, you can only spend $5 on XYZ category. We're just saying like, okay, like maybe just watch it, get an idea, try to cut back on your unnecessary expenses, redirect those money towards your savings goals, and you can make progress more quickly and feel more confident about your ability to achieve those goals. And again, like I don't hardcore budget, maybe you mentioned you don't hardcore budget, but I think this notion template is a great way to just visually track what you're spending money on. And if the notion work doesn't work for you or spreadsheets don't work for you, then there's so many apps out there. There's literally an app that I found that is really cool. If you're living with your uh, significant other, you can both connect to this app and it'll show you kind of a full picture of your combined finances. And I think stuff like that's really cool. There's just so many, so much out there, truly. So I would definitely take a look into all of that. Oh, that's so cool. I'm a big Google Sheets girl. That's been like my ride or die. That's actually one of my most used apps is Google Sheets because that's where my budget goes these days. But yeah, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Nothing additional, but I think to sum it up, tracking your spending is an important tool for reducing stress and achieving your financial goals. And if you're not already tracking your spending, I encourage you to start today. You can use a spreadsheet, a budgeting app, or even a pen and a paper to track your expenses each month. And remember, the key is to just be consistent and keep up with it over time. The more you track your spending, the more you're able to see patterns and make informed decisions about your finances. All right. Do you want to go into money moves? Yeah, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but mine is 
I pretty much have a basil farm in my New York apartment right now, and it's awesome. My boyfriend got me a genic, like, it's kind of, have you heard of, like, lettuce grow? It's, like, mm-hmm. one of those things that automatically, so this is basically that, but the cheapo version. I mean, comparatively, it was a gift. He did say it was, like, $100, but it was a gift, and the lettuce grow one is, I think the smallest one is, like, $300, so definitely cheapo version but it works like she has a lot of basil right now and i literally made homemade pesto today and it was phenomenal so i love this thing i think basil and herbs in general are just so expensive to purchase and they also go bad so quickly that i could see this paying off really well um assuming it stays and i think it has a warranty and everything too but um highly recommend having your own garden in your apartment even if it's not a fancy tool but I love plants, so um, growing stuff and growing food and everything is literally my favorite. Aww. What about you, Maeve? What's your money? <laughs> What's your money move? My money move? Oh, my God. I was just trying to think about this. Um, I kind of had a revelation that every time I go see my friends, I don't have to meet them out somewhere, and I can invite people over, which is so dumb. But I haven't had people over to my apartment in – like eight months, something like that. Like it's been a minute. And I had two of my good friends over on a Sunday night to play board games because I hadn't seen them in so long. And it really wasn't expensive. And I had such a great time. And we didn't have to go to like the board game cafe, pay an entry fee, pay for our drinks and our food, you know? So kind of just like a revelation of like, it's actually, it can be cheap to have a good time. I love that. Yeah. And I'm kind of feeling financially free in that I just decided last minute I'm going to go on a trip this weekend. And I am leaving tomorrow night. So, so exciting. Ooh, you should see if the McDonald's has the India burger. Oh, I know. While you're there. I don't know if they still have it, but I was very upset last time I took a trip to Chicago and uh, didn't go. So, So annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we can wrap up today's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. The Notion template will be linked in the show notes. You can follow us on Instagram at galsgettingrich. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. See ya.